You are now listening to Hans. Check the mic and make sure it sound right, boys. Thank you for tuning in to yet another episode of Han Speaks. I am happy, elated, excited to have the homie, the one, and only Tristan A. Marsh with me here today on this episode. Tristan, yes. how are you doing? I need you to introduce me from now on everywhere I go. From now on? <laughs> so when I walk into the grocery store, you just walk in like two steps ahead of me and just do my introduction, you know? I got you. I got you. Say less. Say less. Wherever you go, I'm going to introduce you. Set out the red carpet, throw roses. It's going to be like coming stuff. to America, America, you know? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, I deserve that. I need that everywhere I go. Thank you for having me. Yes, yes. Thank you for being on. For those who don't know, I am on another podcast, the Hans and Tristan podcast. Please check that out. That's available on all platforms and areas as well. And we're on IG as the Hans and Tristan podcast. So please check us out. Um, Tristan, man, we've been doing this for a couple of years. It's our third year, right? Doing, wow. Yeah. 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 Third year. We're coming up. If we didn't pass our three year anniversary, I think we did. It was June, I think. Probably. Probably. I'm going to have to go back and look. Yeah, yeah. So I know, I know. So, so, so what you get me for our anniversary? Right. It's in the mail <laughs> or something. You know what? It's okay. I, I'll, I'll come over there and just drink up the liquor. There you go. There you go. You know how we do. You know I'm how simple. we do. I'm simple, easy to please. Always invited. Yes. Yeah, so Tristan and I have been recording. We have great chemistry. Um, she's just awesome, y'all. She's awesome. I appreciate you being here. You have a background in mental health, of course, as a counselor, as a social worker. I do appreciate everything, single insight that you bring to Hans and Tristan. And I know you'll bring even better insight here, as you always do. You're always scheduled in books. So I appreciate you putting a little sliver of time away for Hans. You know, speaks. anything for you and the chance to come and just speak and just run my mouth because that's what yes. I love to do. Yes, yes. And before you leave, we're going to drop your social your uh, social media tags so everybody can go follow you. But let's get right into it. So, guys, I do want to apologize. I did not put up a poll today. I thought I'd do a little different this week. Let's see how it goes. But today's question, one of today's question is, would you hold your significant other down if they were incarcerated mm. i feel like i already know the question the answer to this for you, you know when you say significant other yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what does that entail like what does that mean what is your role in my life lord that's so bare. like it's just so broad that it's just like yeah what does it mean so significant other can go from anywhere from boyfriend and girlfriend to marriage, right? So to your wife or husband. So if somebody you were dating or married to was incarcerated, would you stick by them? Oh, There's let me say this. What if they were incarcerated unfairly? 
Ooh, okay, boom, boom, boom. So if it was my boyfriend and we got in less less than a year in the bank, then I, what you doing, that ain't my business. Godspeed, brother. Like, <laughs> Even if it was unfairly? I mean, at the end of the day, I'm just your girlfriend. Wow, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So you and your boyfriend are out getting something to eat. Cops roll up, hey, yo, we got him. He's the drug runner, or he committed this crime at such and such date. Of course, I'm gonna know. have his back, and I'm gonna say no, and I'm gonna make sure I'm there at court to say no, he didn't do it, <laughs> all that good stuff. But I feel like if I'm not your emergency contact, I ain't really gotta hold that weight. Like, wow. Like, who's your emergency contact? Because that's the person that is need to be contacted in this emergency. <laughs> like, holy crap, it'd be your own women. No, 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 because I promise you. A, a dude will not hold me down if I had to motherfucker go through time and we was only dating boyfriend and girlfriend a year. Like, no, absolutely not. No. Now, if it's my husband, I got you all day. But then when it's like boyfriend and girlfriend, it's like, okay, so how much time you got to do? What's what that looking like? <laughs> so that that's the uh, demarcation for you, huh? How much time are we talking about? If it's if it's like a month or two, I have to rock out for it. Oh, that, baby, I got to put something on your books. I got you for a month or two, you know? Because that's some lightweight shit. But then you start talking about, like, years, and I'm just your girlfriend, and we ain't even living together. We don't have, our lives aren't intertwined. We just dating and having fun. Like, mm, this a little too heavy. I don't know. Because it's like, you ain't, you ain't commit to me, but now you want me to commit to this sentence with you? Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. If they're your boyfriend and girlfriend, they've committed to you to a certain degree. Right, and I'm going to commit to a certain degree, too. Oh, so jail is just that degree in which you're not willing to go beyond. Listen. But wow. then, okay, so then then you have a question. It's like, okay, did I benefit from your criminal activities? Mm. If I benefited from your criminal activities, then I am obligated to kind of hold you down. But What's I'm, kind of holding somebody down? It depends. Each situation is different. Like if you um, like an hour, if you like an hour up the road, I'll come visit you and stuff because you are an hour up the road. If you in like three different states away, I can't do nothing for you. So you can't hold them down if he sends to I'm maximum. I'm gonna you some boxes of goodies and then I'm gonna put some money on your books and then. But no, because I feel like if it was the other way around, as soon as I get the motherfucking handcuffs on my wrist, he gonna be blinking another shit. So since you since you talked about the other way around. Where do you, how would you want your significant other to move if you were incarcerated? If it's my boyfriend, honey, go live your life. Really? Yes. So if you were incarcerated and your boyfriend was like, yeah, baby, I know I'm going to hold you down. I'm going to hold you down. Nah. We're going to do these five years. And it's my not thing a problem. Is, if you're going to put money in my books, I'm going to take the money because I need <laughs> the money. Okay. But at the end of the day, go live your life. Like, go, please go live your life. Don't wait for me. We just boyfriend and girlfriend. Like, so your and, husband though, he's where you he's going? Stuck. <laughs> <laughs> where is you going? And you bet not nobody else neither. You wouldn't give him. You wouldn't give him a pass. No, no, no. For what? He gets no pass. For what? How long? Wait. How much time I'm doing? I say you're doing a five. Five years. A nickel. I don't know, because here's the issue, right? 
like whomever you're gonna be with for five years, like that's a whole time to develop a whole nother relationship. So then I get out of jail. What, we supposed to be sister wives? No. No. <laughs> so what if it's not? What if it's um? What if there's conditions to the past, right? What if it's like one night stands or what have you? Or listen, everyone always has conditions, and then it never really kind of plays out that way most times. So I'm like, mm, yeah, but it nah. could. I just no. think it's tough, though. I really think it's tough. Um, as much as I clown you for being quick to to <laughs> walk away from old dude if he gets locked up or whatever, the reality of the situation is there are varying degrees to these relationships, right? So being in a girlfriend and girlfriend is not the same as being engaged, is not the same as being married. And to me, the biggest part is how much of our life is intertwined when you get to marriage status or fiance status some people up and uproot themselves right to a whole nother community some people's financial portfolios are changed significantly with the merging of two lives into one so there is a lot more at stake it is a lot harder and complex to now tear apart these lives that have been intertwined together so i kind of do get that sense I just think it's funny, though, that in our culture, African-American culture specifically, we kind of glorify that holding me down while I'm away. That right? ride or die. No, right. I'm not riding anywhere. That's why I like to drive my damn self. And I damn sure ain't dying. Right. So, and no. I think part of that also, too, has to do with the whole mass incarceration, right? So it is right. prevalent in our community. Um, I forgot the statistic and I should have had it before me. I'm just failing today with statistics. But there's a percentage of black households that have somebody who's incarcerated. It's pretty high, right? Either know somebody or it's in your family who has been incarcerated. So I can see why that part is ingrained in our culture, right? Why it's not um, unusual to know people who go visit people, you know, who are incarcerated or in jail or anything like that. So, But here's my thing. You wasn't serious about me until you saw the time you was facing in jail, right? Because mm. how many people we know, how many relationships we've seen, where dude ain't even thinking about, dude been rocking with you for 10 years, ain't thinking about proposing you. Y'all got three kids together. But as soon as he get that, as soon as he get ready to go to jail, now all of a sudden y'all engaged. Got to lock it down now. Right. But he been with you for 10, 10 years, 20 kids, motherfucking seven side babies and now so because he going to jail he want to be with you nah not tristan i'm cool thanks anyway though but i ain't gonna be with nobody for 10 years anyway and you're not proposing me what we doing draw the line in 10 years <laughs> i actually draw it in five but you know and, and the older i get them years get knocked off yeah, i'm saying it gonna, gets a little shorter like every year month. It's six months. What we doing? Is we getting? I'm, well, I'm 75. I can't do this with you no more. What we doing right now? What we doing? Oh, right Cletus, now? is we getting married <laughs> or not? Cause we both old as shit. Right, we've been talking for two months, so what's good? Right, I got my AARP. You got yours. What's the problem? Right. But yeah, got no, you. I don't like that. It's like we, we, and that's why I feel like you know, as women, we got to stop having this false sense of loyalty to the black man, which we do have, and a lot of black women have this, but it's not reciprocated. And I'll be damned. Yeah, Yeah, well, women are definitely, I I give you, are stereotyped into the role of being the ride or die. Men aren't given that, right? Men are not expected to ride or die. Men are expected to do other things but that. So um, I do agree with you that. It's just, for me, it is interesting, though, how our culture has adopted this moniker, this, this narrative, and 
when the reality of the situation is um that's that's not for everybody that's not for everybody i'm not riding a dying shit because at the end of the day don't put me in no motherfucking shit i didn't consent to and the thing is i consent to a lot of fuckers so if i don't consent to your shit your shit must be goddamn bananas (laughs) and i'm not dealing with it but at the end of the day i feel like we got to get out of this mentality of Again, having this full sense of loyalty and just being like completely blind, just to say we have a man. It's not about the quality of a man or whatever. It's just to say we have one. And then we also, I think we got to stop this this narrative that a black woman can only be loved right after she done been through hell and back. No, I ain't got to be through hell and back with this nigga for him to finally like, you know, I'm, I'm going to settle down with her because she dealt with my bullshit. That's not a compliment, sir. No, that's right. That's right. There's a difference between the turmoils that happen in a relationship versus you being the turmoil, yeah, of the relationship. So there definitely is. All right. But Tristan, we got to take a break. um, And then we're going to get into another topic. You're listening to Han Speaks. All right, welcome back to Han Speaks. So, Tristan, my next relationship question. Well, it's not a question. I guess it's something. I guess it could be a question technically. So, when is an age gap between couples too much to overcome? I ask this because. I was talking to someone who I won't name and they were basically sharing that a good friend of them is kind of going through a hard time right now because their daughter who is 21 ish or something like that. 22 is about to marry a 50 year old man. So here's my theory. And you know me, I love a good sugar daddy. And I feel like <laughs> in the future, I might be a cougar, right? Okay. However, I feel like it's definitely limitations. 18 and under, completely and absolutely off limits. I honestly feel like 21 and under is off limits, but mm-hmm. that's just me personally. I feel like if you're in your 20s, you should date people in your 20s. And, and that doesn't mean you can't branch out. But I say that because in your 20s, you're still learning yourself, right? And you're still getting to know yourself. And... The reality is this. You really don't have shit in common with someone in their 30s. And you're just in your 20s. That's right. that's a big responsibility gap. I don't care what anyone says. Who Tristan was was in her... Well, I was different because I had a baby at 21. So I'm not a good example. <laughs> However, I feel like at the, even in my 20s, with a child, with a mortgage, with a job and everything else, I still wasn't equipped to date anyone in their 30s because that's a whole different mentality, Right. Now that I'm in my 30s, I've dated dudes in their 30s and their 40s and their 50s. And I can relate to all of them because that's just who I am. And the biggest breaker, let me tell you, if you know, if you, this will let you know if you really got something in common with someone. Y'all music choices. You stole my example. Yeah. If y'all don't like the same music, if if I listen to your music and it hurts my ears, we can't date. (laughs) We can't date, I'm sorry. Oh, man, it's crazy. So, personal story. So, I was once dating this young lady. 
And I'll never forget clear as day. One could postulate that that is the downturn of our relationship. One could. I'm not going to say that's where it was, but one could. But the age gap between us wasn't even that bad. It was five years, I think, five years. And that's like my threshold, right? Um, so we're in the car. We're going to a date night, whatever. We're going to get something to eat. Or we were just coming from the, the restaurant. I don't remember. All I remember is Black Street came on. And, you know, don't leave me, right? So, you know, I'm vibing. Like, yo, it's my song. And she's just sitting there. I'm like, you not? You don't like this song? You don't like She's like, I've never heard it. I was like... Get out of my car right now. I was like, wait, wait, wait. Maybe the volume's down low. Let me, let me, let me turn this. Let me, like, don't leave. You've never heard this? I was blown. Like, literally, Tristan, of course, it's easy to fathom, right? Somebody not listening to something, but I couldn't. Like, at that time, I could not compute, comprehend, or ascertain why this woman has never heard this song. It, it just blew my mind. And I was just like, wow. I even know what yeah. to do with you right now. Yeah. Like, I, and, and that to me is a, and I'm the type of person, I've listened to all genres. I listen to country. I listen to everything. I listen to Megan Thee Stallion and them and the City Girls, as well as Eartha Kid and Nina Simone. So I have a vast variety. But if your music, your music, gets on my nerves as vast as my music collection is, then this ain't gonna work. <laughs> yeah, man, it's funny you say that. And I think for me, um, that's where it starts to kind of get a little tricky. So like, granted, yeah, is her not knowing who Blackstreet was? And at least, okay. Let's say she didn't even know who Blackstreet was, but she knew the song. Okay. But her not knowing that song, um, yeah, in the grand scheme of things, okay, yeah. It may have not been that great, but it's, to me, a sign of relatability, right? So, like, mm -hmm. where are we going to have those, um, those spaces where our chemistry will carry us through? Because, yeah. as we stated before, relationships require a lot of work. They really do. Mm -hmm. But there's a certain degree of work that is required in a relationship. It's not supposed to be 100%. Some of it is so actually supposed to kind of carry itself from and the work organic. that you put in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and we, we understand that that's a balance that you're going to have to have. But there has to be some type of organic chemistry there, just a little bit. And um, for me, that's where the generational gap, like the, the age gap, that's when it can become concerning, where... There's no relatability and, you know, there's nothing that you really guys kind of uh, can in tune with and have experiences together and, or and commonalities. Because think that's, about it like that's where it gets We true. as individuals are only a sum of our experiences. Mm -hmm. And I don't care who you are, we all can connect through music, right? Like, that's why they have music on TV shows. They have music on right. commercials. Music is literally everywhere in every component of our life, right? Mm -hmm. Hell, you got a Super Bowl, the halftime show, they got music. You know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, we all connect through music. And that's why I use it as an example. But the bigger issue is when it comes to the age gap, it's not really an age, but understanding that as a person, you don't want to have to keep explaining who you are to your individual that you're supposed to be the most connected to. Right. 
So how do you, how can we be the most connected? But I got to constantly explain who I am to you and describe myself and describe my experiences because you don't naturally understand them because you're not in the same age bracket or from the same location or whatever the case may be. And there's certain things that come into play, like me coming down to the South. I had to really adjust, but someone from the South dating me ain't going to understand some of the things I do. And that's okay. I can explain that. But if we have other things in place, like, again, food and movies, then we already connecting on that level. So the other things don't feel like a work or a task. Oh, that's facts. That's facts. And um, different generations have just different cultural quirks mm -hmm. and adaptations that don't always come together and coincide. So I don't know. It's like if I'm if I'm a 20 year old, what am I doing with a 50 year old? The hibbity dibbity and hoping he croaks so you can get that payday. Like, what am I doing with a 50 year old? What am I doing with somebody that's literally the same age as my parents? You get what but, I'm saying? But also we and we had this conversation before in the regards to the reasoning someone gets married. Everyone don't get married for companionship. Everyone don't you get can. married for love. Someone get married because I'm like, look, I'm cute as fuck and I don't feel like working. You got money. I could be a trophy wife. Let's make it happen, Captain. Mm-hmm. That's true. But yeah, so for me, if the age gap goes beyond a generation, you're in trouble. That's my personal opinion. I've seen it work. People people can make anything work, right? But that goes to what Tristan just said. People get married and into relations for a varying reason. Truth be told, here's here's the key to a relationship. Here's the key. As simple as ever. I got my you guys, open. you got it? Yeah, this is it. This is the key, y'all. Like, I know, I'm going to blow you out the water. But if you get in a relationship for the same reason, you might be successful. See, and that's the thing, like, if both of y'all marrying each other, like, you got, he, he, if, if the understanding is understood, mm -hmm. then at the end of the day, then y'all should be on a, a great path to success. Right. You, you'll, you'll have a high chance. Is. Yes, you'll have a high chance of success. What happens is people are not stationary. We're, we're not monolithic. We're fluid. We like to change our values and, you know, things change. So over those years, those that understood starts to change into something else. And that's mm -hmm. where we get into the rub and things get difficult. But um, honestly, I don't want to put a number on you know, how, what the age gap should be between people. Um, I understand there are cultural differences and things that go into play for everybody. But what I will say is if you guys are struggling for that common plane or common ground, then that should be a red flag to kind of reevaluate what you're doing here. Because the first thing you really do when you're dating is you, you, you find that common ground. That's where you meet. That's where you start. So if you're having trouble, you know, getting that footing and, and starting there, then it should be a red flag that maybe the gap between you guys is just a little too wide and it may be best that you guys be something or do something else. So just something for you guys to keep in mind. But we're going to end it right here. Tristan, where can my people hit you up and follow you and all of that? Yeah, I can follow me at, on Instagram, Marsh Mental Health. Um, I think that's my Facebook as well, Marsh Mental Health, LLC. Okay. And it's all the same across the board, but come on to my IG and my Facebook and come say hi. I like to talk to people. 
Yes, yes. Say hi to my girl, Tristan. She's great. She's a wonderful person to follow. You'll always have something to talk about. So <laughs> definitely hit her, hit her up. Hit her up. Sorry. As always, guys, you can follow me on IG as Hans Speaks. And I'm on Twitter as Hans underscore Speaks as well. If you want to turn in any topics or suggestions in regards to the show, hit up my social media pages as well. And Han Speaks is available wherever podcasts are distributed. You can listen to Han Speaks. I appreciate you guys so much. Thank you for joining me. And we'll see you guys next time.